Good morning, everyone. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be exceedingly glad in it. Regardless of what's going on, we choose to rejoice and be exceedingly glad in it. I am Anthony Moore. I serve as a senior pastor of Carolina Church, uh, located in Fort Washington, Maryland, and you are on the Carolina Prayer Call Line. Let me thank you for your presence on today. I do need you all to help me. Um, last week, there were some technical difficulties. Um, many of you all could not hear um, my presentation on last Wednesday, and so I'm going to repeat it on today. I do need those of you who, in fact, um, have access to me, know how to reach me. If you're having a problem hearing, um, you can certainly text me even now because I want to make sure that you are getting through. And if you um, just let me know, Pastor, I can hear you or I can't hear you, and we will do whatever we can to make the adjustment. I think on last week, all of us was having technical difficulties in terms of hearing, and um, it was going in and out. And so I do apologize for that. And, um, you know, technology is a great thing when it works, when it works. And so uh, I'm grateful for the advancement in terms of technology. Now, I want to I want to go over what I gave you all last week because I it, it's so important that we hear what I was uh, attempting to give to you, and it's I know it's important because the enemy did everything he could to make sure that you in fact did not hear the message in its totality. All right, good. I. I've got text messages you all are hearing well. That's great. I appreciate that. And um, good. Thank you so very much. Pastor, I can hear you. All right. I got it now. Good. I'm thankful. Thank you all so much for the notification. Now, listen, I, I talked about last week, and I want to reiterate and um, continue this on next week if the Lord delays is coming. But I talked about something that I think is so germane to all of us, regardless to who we are, regardless to how long we've been saved or not been saved, regardless to our position in God's kingdom, in his church, or the lack of position, it doesn't matter. It all applies to us. And that, that subject matter that I want to deal with is, um, what if I don't feel God? That's what I want to. I want to center our our conversation around. What what if I don't feel God? What if I don't feel God? I mean, there there are times when we have asked God, God, are you there? Where are you? And I wonder if I'm talking to a, an audience today who has ever felt so alone in your struggles that you were compelled to ask God, God, where are you? I mean, y'all, we've all had, had those times when it seems warranted to ask God, God, where, where are you? Now, if you can relate, just know that you're not the only one who's ever felt that way. You're, you're not the only one. No, no. There, there, there's, there's a great number of us Christians 
who have experienced spiritual doubt at some point in our spiritual life. I don't care who you are. I don't care what position you hold. All of us have not always had our tank full with faith. And just like the first century Christians, 21st century Christian counterparts also question the aspects of their theology. They question the existence of God, and we mourn his seeming absence during hard times. It's, it's natural, y'all, to feel like God is absent. It's natural to feel that way. I mean, after all, we, we can't see him. Um, we, we can't see, we, we can see the effects of his existence and creation and his power working in and through us. But the truth of the matter is, in the natural, we cannot see God. And we, we feel like he's absent. Can't call him up to meet him for coffee like we can with a friend. But that doesn't make God any less real or any less accessible. I want you all to hear me today. Because I can't call him up and have lunch with him or coffee doesn't make him any less accessible. If we think about God in that way, it's easy to think that God is an absent God. But that couldn't be further from the truth. Now, it is important for you to know he may at times hide, but he's never absent. Let me, let me give it to you again. I want you to get this. I said there may at times come where he will hide himself, but he's never absent. Truly, this is what Isaiah 45, 15 says. Isaiah 45, verse 15 says this. Truly, you are a God who hides himself. So there are times he might he might hide. There are times that he might hide because the scriptures tells us in Isaiah forty five fifteen, truly you are a God who hides himself. To truly experience or feel God, we have to look for him. Let me do that again. I want you please don't miss this. To truly experience or feel God. We must look for him. We've got to seek after him. We must let him rescue us. So in First Chronicles chapter 16, verse 11, First Chronicles chapter 16, verse 11, is what it says. Look to the Lord and his strength. Seek his face always. That's what First Chronicles 16, verse 11 says. Let me read to you Jeremiah 29, 13. This is what it says. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with your heart. What I'm trying to get you to see is that we, we, we can experience or feel God, but we have to look for him. We have to seek after him. Now, while we may not always feel God, it's not a place we should wish to stay. If you don't feel God, it could point to something deeper going on. So let me give you a couple of reasons why we might not be hearing from God. Number one, we might not be hearing from God because we have taken control. 
See, the reality is that we will end up in unfamiliar places one way or another and with or without God. If in my darkest moments I decide to try to figure things out on my own apart from God, not only will I miss out on his blessing, I may actually make things worse. When we take matters into our own hands, we often find ourselves getting more lost, taking the wrong paths, landing on the wrong side of town. There is a way that appears to be right. But in the end, it leads to death. That's Proverbs 14, verse 12. Proverbs 14, 12. I want you to hear me. There is a way that appears to be right. But in the end, it leads to death. Instead, we must let God lead us because his way always leads to life. In Isaiah 58, verse 11 It tells us this, you all, Isaiah 58, verse 11. It says, and the Lord will guide you continually and satisfy your desires in scorched places and make your bones strong. And you shall be like a watered garden, like a spring of water whose waters do not fail. If you should ever find yourself feeling out of touch with God, I urge you, to appeal to him to reveal anything that could be keeping you from drawing close to him or feeling him. In in Psalm 139, verses 23 through 24, it says, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts, and see if there be any grievous ways in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. So if, in fact, we're not hearing from God, number one, we've got to check whether or not we've taken control. Number two, we've, we have to turn, or rather, if, we ha- if we're not hearing from God, then that might mean that we have turned away from God. Number one, we have taken control. Number two, we have turned away from God. See, at times in our life, we flat out turn our backs on God and let the church say amen. See, often it's because we know what we're doing is wrong. And in these moments, we are ashamed to face him. In Galatians chapter 5, verse 4, you are severed from Christ. You who would be justified by the law, you have fallen away from grace. Um, God isn't going to travel down the path of destruction with you. Instead, what he will do is pursue you like a shepherd who searches for his lost sheep, and he will wait for you to call on his name to turn away from your sins that separate you from him. In James chapter 4, verse 8, he says this, Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts. You double-minded. King David, you all, lived a tumultuous life full of ups and downs. And while many times he lived an upright life, he was also very, very human. And he made a lot of regrettable choices that generally often cost him the lives of others that he loved. In a moment of hopeless, in a moment of hopelessness, he cried out to God. 
He said in Psalm 51, verse 11, Cast me not away from your presence, and take not your Holy Spirit from me. God, I honestly cannot think of anything worse than God casting me out of his presence. Yet even if this is a place we find ourselves at some point in our lives, we have confidence in the promise that there is absolutely nothing that can separate us from God. Romans 8, 38, verse 39 tells us, I'm convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, nor in height or death, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus. If you've turned away from God, realize he's only one prayer away. And all you need to do is call on him and he will return to you. Psalm 25, verse 16 through 17 says, Turn to me and be gracious to me, for I am lonely and afflicted. Relieve the troubles of my heart and free me from my anguish. My brothers and sisters, if you in fact are not hearing from God, it might mean that one, you have taken control, or two, we have turned away from God. Stay tuned to next week when I'll unpack some other reasons why you might not be hearing from God. My brothers and sisters, if you would help me today to pray for Sister Doretha Williams. Doretha Williams, um, who has um, been diagnosed with um, COVID. I want you all to pray. We're praying for Deacon Sharon Durham. Um, whose brother, Brother Joseph Ward, transitioned. We're praying for that family. We're praying for Sister Patricia Holmes and family, whose uncle transitioned. We're praying today for Sister Kendra Jackson, praying for her mother, Phyllis Jackson, who was in a car accident, underwent surgery, and she's currently in ICU, if you all would lift her in prayer. Sister Jeanette Williams is requesting prayer for Levi Thomas, who's been diagnosed with um, stage four stomach cancer. Brother Phil Chavez requests prayers for his mom, Lorraine, salvation and healing. His uncle Steve and Aunt Jackie for their salvation and health. For his mother's boyfriend who has cancer, a life partner, we're praying. Praying for Mother Gladys Isabel, um, but she's also asking us to lift in prayer Gloria Wilson and family, whose husband transitioned. Anthony Abbott, who had a stroke. We're praying for Pat Holmes, her daughter. We're praying for her daughter Connie, um, as they, as she and her daughter Connie will be traveling to Pennsylvania for the homegoing service of her brother. We're praying today for Sister Gaylene Musgrove. I'm praying for the test that she will have on um, Thursday. Praying for Sister Mary Davis, for Deacon Evelyn Mack, Sister Martina Baxter, Mary Irvin Little, we're praying today. We're praying for Mar uh, Barbara Cook. We're praying for Sister Barbara on today. I'm going to ask you all to lift in prayer not only um, those persons, but Sister Emma Oaks, if you would continue to lift her in prayer. 
um, we certainly appreciate it. Praying for all of the pastors and preachers who, even those of you on this call, let's pray together, you all. Father, in Jesus' name, God, we are grateful that you are God, that even when we have messed up, God, you still are there to cleanse us and to receive us back, to wash us whiter than snow. We thank you for grace, God, because we are guilty, but yet your grace gives unto us the opportunity to still draw close to you. And so on today, God, we um, ask for your forgiveness. It's so easy for us to blame you for us not feeling you. But even on today, you've given us an opportunity to turn the light inward and to examine ourselves and to find out, God, why your presence is not being felt by us. And so we thank you not only for taking us back and making us feel as if we never left, but thank you for your instructions and your word that guide us and keeps us. We thank you for your Holy Spirit that comes alongside of us to lead, to direct, and to comfort us. Now, God, we want to ask for forgiveness because we've not listened to your Holy Spirit. We've not invited the Holy Spirit to take full control of our lives. But even now, we pray that you'll restore unto us, that we might receive your presence, that we might feel you for every need that we've called on this call today. God, meet that need for every desire, for every need I didn't know to call, and for persons whose names didn't get called but they have a need. God, meet that need today. God, hear our prayer. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hey, listen, you all, thank you so very much for your presence and your patience on today. Certainly thank you all for letting me know you could hear. Now listen, I want you all to adhere to what I've given you today. The enemy tried his best not to let you hear it on last week, but you got it today. Arm yourselves on your mark. Get set. Let's grow. I want y'all to have a great day on purpose and know that I love you very much. God bless you all.